Hey, babe, it's Paige. I'm so grateful you're here. This podcast audience of awesome women is growing with every episode, and I'm dying to connect with you personally. So if you'd like to chat, text the word pivot to my new number, 213-325-4600. There you can enter your contact info and you'll immediately find helpful links for some one-on-one support in either getting organized or making your next pivot with confidence. Again, you can text the word pivot, P-I-V-O-T, to 213-325-4600. And that number will also be linked in all the show notes. Then we can start a conversation about how I can support you these days. I can't wait to talk to you soon and join forces because we are better together. Enjoy today's episode. Paige Killian, founder and CEO of Everything With Style. I've built a business helping busy moms of littles get organized in three simple steps. Like many of my clients, I love being a mom and I also desire more. If you've ever felt that stirring in your heart, that whisper or really loud voice that keeps you up at night, then you are in the right place because this is not a solo mission. Whether you're a little curious or totally ready to be a mom, boss, and use your God-given gifts to serve others, step into your calling, turn your passions into purpose, and still make it to the carpool line on time, then girlfriend, it's time to pivot. I've got you, now let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. I have a dreamy guest on today, Jamie McFadden. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Paige. I'm so happy to be here. So we actually met like two seconds ago in real life, but it feels like I've known you forever. You know, those relationships where you immediately click with somebody and you're like, did we grow up together? Did we did we play outside and wait for the streetlights to come on to go inside <laughs> and have dinner in our childhood? Did we do that? Does it feel like that? Well, Paige, I have to I have to give you a shout out here for anyone listening. Uh, I met Paige and then I met I met Paige briefly and then I met Paige because she picked me up from the airport, okay, in Los Angeles. And she came with a gift and the cutest dog in the world, but she came with a gift. And I'm like, who, who does this? So I'm like, already, I'm like, yeah, of course I want to be your best friend. (laughs) (laughs) We met at Empowered Life. Always got to give Sam a shout out. Samantha Joy, bringing people together left and right. Love her so much. And uh, we just had so much fun and you were incredible. You were a keynote speaker there. You even jumped up when uh, we had a slight bit of a medical setback halfway through and you brought us all back down to earth and grounded ourselves in the ground and and just did some amazing breath work. Uh, On that note, I will say last podcast episode, I sort of teed up a girl named Lauren Little, who was going to come on this morning. And she had a night of all nights, which I know you can understand because both of you are preggers these days. And she reached out to me and she was like, is there any way we can push to one o'clock today? Because we're recording at 9 a.m. And I said, yes, no worries. And then you and I had been chatting because actually something's coming up, but we're going to hold some space for a dear friend in just a sec here. And uh, it it ended up working out so beautifully. So stay tuned next week. Lauren Little's episode is coming up on hypno breath work, which like blew my mind, Jamie. I didn't know anything about this before. Just started talking with her at Fem Powered, hit it off immediately. We've got some great stuff to talk about next week, but um, I am now working with her and This worked out so perfectly because as you mentioned, yes, you were in town recently. We actually got to do something that was pretty stinking cool. We met up at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove to do a book signing, which did that feel like an out-of-body experience for you? Absolutely. I literally still look at those photos. I mean, first of all, getting all glammed up was so much Mm -hmm. fun, by the way, but I used to live right by the Grove and I used to go to so many book signings there because I love reading. I've loved books. I love authors and I love going and meeting them. So to actually be there signing books there was with best friends. Like what, what is this? Absolutely wild experience. And I don't know if you were standing there at that moment, because I think you guys were getting all your photos taken and everything. But I think in that moment, I was sharing with a couple of the girls, 
I was having this wild out-of-body experience because when I moved to LA that night that we were there, it was almost 20 years to the day that I moved to LA, walked onto a movie set, got a role. Like that was crazy. But I ended up getting one of my first jobs here in LA at the Pottery Barn Kids right across the street or right across, not even the street, like within the Grove in that little area right across the way. And I used to take my breaks at that Barnes and Noble. I'd walk through, I would grab a little bite there, look at some books, see who the authors were, who were going to be there sharing, you know? So that was super crazy for me as well. Um, And again, Landon Hale Press and Samantha Joy is our publisher, just bringing all of us together and giving us that opportunity is just like, it's crazy. And it's so exciting before I share your book. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about. I want to actually read your bio that's in the book, because I think it sums you up in a great way. That was so interesting for me. I don't know about for you, but like writing your own bio is always tricky and weird. It's so it's like the weirdest part of the whole book. Yes, it really yeah. is. You and I were talking even before we hit record about like how super uncomfortable and weird it can be sometimes promoting ourselves and what we're doing. And so you have a podcast. I'm going to share that. We talk about it in your bio here, but um, I'm going to share a little bit more about that as well. But uh, we both were like, let's just do a podcast swap. Let's talk about each other. So we don't have to be talking about ourselves. So it's not uncomfortable and weird. Uh, Anyway, let me tell you a little bit about Jamie, you guys. She's so fantastic. Jamie McFadden is a self-care specialist, lifestyle mentor, and mama bear. She has been working in the health and wellness industry for the past decade and loves it more each day. She's been fortunate enough to work alongside such icons as Elaine Lelaine. I love that name. Say say that. She's, with she, by the way, she's 97 years old. What? She's 97 years old. I'm going to repeat that. Yeah. So for anyone that's not sure of who she is, go check her out right now. She still does her workouts every day. Her husband, Jack Lelaine, was basically the founder of kind of organized fitness uh, across the globe. They had the first juicer that became popular that now we have like juice stores. And back then it was like, what is this thing that these people are doing? Anyways, got to give her a shout out. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, we got to hit up juicy ladies. Whenever I pick up uh, Sam and Sharon, who are an- another trip to LAX, we'll talk about why in just a moment, but another trip to LAX to pick up the girls. And we got to hit that because I love their juice, had some delicious green juice there yesterday. Yeah. It's like, I could bring the girls here. It's so good. So that's amazing. 97 years old. Unbelievable. So icons such as, and she sounds like an icon, Elaine Lelaine, Jillian Michaels, who, by the way, wrote the forward to your book, which is super cool. A lot of you may love know- you, Jill. Yes. Love <laughs> you, Jill. Um, a lot of you may know her as I learned about her years ago when I started watching Biggest Loser, but she is incredible in the workout and health and wellness space. Another one, a lot of us may know, Richard Branson, hello, and multiple celebrity clients. She recently launched her very own podcast. What's the word on- Which which now is Self-Care Secrets. Sorry, I realized. I'm like, oh, that was old. We changed it. We rebranded it. Self-Care Secrets. Yes. You know what's so beautiful is, is that we can hop on Amazon and we can- we can work. So, so self-care secrets, this is perfect because that's just going to lend itself exactly to what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so we're going to make sure we put that in show notes, by the way. Um, and on that podcast, she talks about a lot of really cool things. She interviews the most inspirational people she knows, and they share that inspiration with you, which is so lovely. Let's talk about your name, Jamie. It says here that it's often mispronounced and misspelled, and it comes from the French word, what? How do you say your name in French? Jamais. Jamais. So beautiful. Or j'aime. Yeah. J'aime. Jamais. Yeah. And that means I love. And so I'm wearing a hat today. Shout out to my girl who makes them, Soul Bird, Soul Bird LA. Uh, we might just have to get you this hat, okay? I, yeah, I think so. So I have this hat that says love on it. And when... I realized that we were going to be switching it up today and and interviewing you. I was like, I got to go get my love hat. So she's fantastic. But her name means I love, which inspired everything behind her new brand. In order to actually take care of ourselves, we must love ourselves. So absolutely, that's true. And we're going to talk about a situation that's happened to us recently where you're going to explain what we're doing in the next couple of days, actually. And obviously when we have this air 
it's going to be a few weeks after the fact. But I wanted to share with you guys, and uh, as I said, hold some space for a dear friend that you've known for many years, Nicole Shaka. I interviewed Nicole Shaka about, well, by the time you guys are hearing this, it'll be about a month ago, but it was very recently. We met her. I met her. You already knew her for a long time. Met her at FemPowered hit it off right away. Mobility specialist, yoga. I actually changed my outfit too. I told you I was wearing a gray sweatsuit. sweatsuit. I got to slow it down. I'm talking too fast. Where I was wearing a gray sweatsuit, changed into my, do you see my aviator nation? Because I knew we were going to be talking about Nicole today. And she, she talked about that on the episode is that she does a lot of work with aviator nation here in LA and Santa Monica. And, um, just incredible with the way that she talks to us about how we need to move our bodies and appropriately and intentionally. And that was such an amazing episode. And when I was recording with her in real time, now it was a week ago, she and I were recording in zoom. And right after I stopped the recording and our episode was done, her sweet longtime partner of eight years, Matt, jumped his head and he was teasing us rightfully. So we were being ridiculous and being silly and teasing us, joking around. And then we were literally holding up our puppies on camera and introducing our dogs. And it was a really sweet moment. And I got to meet Matt when he was at the book mm-hmm. signing at the Grove, beautiful man. I mean, what a stud, first of all, gorgeous, and also very talented, kind, wonderful And uh, two days after she and I recorded the podcast episode, he went to sleep and did not wake up. So she found him that morning and I didn't know what to do as far as having her episode come out because it is in fact going to be coming out the Monday morning that we're going to be celebrating his life uh, in Pasadena. And um, I just, I was like, oh gosh, do I pull it? Do we rearrange? But the fact is, the way that he showed up for her that night and I got to see, he's so proud of her. The last thing he would want is for something that happened with him to stop people hearing her message and about her amazing book, children's book, Yoked, and the amazing things that she's doing. And actually a lot of what we talked about on the podcast episode, I feel like you and I are going to talk about today in a bit of a deeper sense where we're going to be talking about really what is self-care and if ever self-care is important, it's in times like these where we are sad and stressed and going through struggles and, you know, the kids are back in school and that poses new sometimes struggles that we didn't have during the summertime when that structure, we're desperately clinging to that structure and that doesn't always work. So with all of that, thank you for letting me talk about that because I know how much you love Nicole and Matt as well and her son, Bo, Precious Bo, we talked about him. And um, and so I just want to give you the floor if you feel like you're able to talk about what that relationship means to you and how we, I mean, the reason that we're talking about picking more people up from the airport is because you guys are actually stopping your lives and you are coming to be with her and we're all going to be with her on Monday and we're all going to be with her days before and days after, because you talk about how important a village is. You shared that a lot in the time that we had together at the FemPowered event, but your book is actually called Waves of Self-Care. It takes a village, a guide to enhance well-being one step at a time. Talk to us about not only what that means in your book, but like, how is that happening right now? in real time for us. Thank you, Paige. All right. So I'm going to do this without hopefully bawling my eyes out. Um, As you can see, (laughs) if anyone's actually watching the video, it's pretty hard to have this conversation right now without uh, feeling all sorts of emotions. And um, yeah, I've known Nicole and Matt for seven or eight years. And um, Nicole and I met working together at a company called Active, where we record voiceover audio workouts. And I'll never forget that the, the moment she reached out to me because she, she had a question or something. And I basically, I think I even said to her like, you know, just so you know, we're going to be really good friends. And um, (laughs) that's, that's, I, I choose people very um, directly and intentionally. And I knew when I heard her voice, I just said, thought there was something about her that I knew I could feel her soul and a connection there. And anyways, a village. Like, let's go to that right now, because for anyone that's listening right now, 
we all at some point in our life are going to lose somebody that we love. And we never know like my, my shirt today, and I didn't even do this intentionally, but it says 86,400 seconds make everyone count is that, you know, we want to control our life. We want to control a lot of things. And at the end of the day, there's, it's not really in our control. However, how we react quite frankly is, and I believe self-care is a global movement to change the world for the better. And I believe it literally does start from within, but it radiates outward. So uh, one theory that I've been using recently, I just brought this up actually to Nicole and the girls the other day, I said, you know, y'all are my elephants. And I had no idea actually that elephant is Nicole's favorite animal. So that was pretty special too. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I saw that you posted (laughs) that and I read it and I was like, oh my word, this is unbelievable timing that this came about. Please tell us about that. That was really cool. Yeah. So actually um, it's interesting. I was having another conversation with a girlfriend of mine, who's also my business coach, Brooke. And we were talking about the village and element or elephants and the pencil theory and all these different theories of, you know, how we are so much better when we're together. And there are certain animals in the world and nature that you can witness this amazing bond that if, if we watch it, it's so beautiful and profound to see how, how much empathy animals have for each other. And specifically we were talking about elephants. So elephants, let's say, for example, if an elephant's going through a tough time, let's say they've been attacked or something's happened to them, a group of female elephants. And it's really interesting because it's the female elements, elephants that do this. They will circle around the elephant and stay put, even if it's hours, days, whatever it is that they'll make sure that they are safe and taken care of and that there's nothing that can harm them. Um, They also do this when a female elephant is giving birth they tend to the baby, they tend to the mom and they don't leave. And they basically crowd around them so that no predators can get in and nothing can harm them. And they do this in these herds that sometimes are hundreds of elephants, female elephants. And this just really resonated with me, especially recently, because I truly have believed for so many years as someone who I've struggled, I struggled with many things in my life story. Um, from, you know, depression, anxiety as a kid to losing my father, who is my favorite person really young to many other things in between. And I've always realized that you could get the workout in, you could drink the water, you can go get the vitamin D, you could put the makeup on, you know, you could do, get the massage, do all these things. But if you don't have support or you to feel alone, essentially you feel like you have nothing and it can be really isolating. So in times like this, you know, Nicole is someone who and please cut me off if you need to, but I just, I I have to, I have to really, if, if we're going there, you know, Nicole is someone that she really does. She's like the funniest person I've ever met. So to, to know that she's going through such a tough time um, and so unexpected, you know, I mean, I've been on vacation with them. Matt is, we, as single moms, we joke, we're like, we all, we all need a Matt someday because he's the guy that just stepped into her life, like an angel literally on earth and love her son as if it's his love her as the queen that she is and the amount of kindness and respect and just genuine good man. I don't know how else to put it, but Matt, there's just something about Matt Um, and Nicole and his love story. I mean, it's interesting because about a week ago, all of us girls were gushing in the car on the way to Barnes and Noble. And we're like, tell us, we want to know the whole story about when you and Matt met. Right. And it's just so wild. Nicole sat there and told us the whole story about they've known each other all these years, but they kept weaving in and out of each other's lives, um, you know, kind of as friends or they dabbled in like work stuff or they knew each other from a scene study class. They did all these years ago, but it wasn't until eight years ago they went to lunch and I think they had an eight hour lunch, if I'm not mistaken. And that was basically it. And timing, right, is so key and pivotal in those moments. But I think for right now, for anyone listening, just know that a, we're all going through something at any given time. And some of us, it's harder than others in the moment. And the more that we can show up for each other and the more that we can be there. My grandfather had a great thing he taught me. And this is actually what, what this is even different than the pencil theory, which you know this one. But my grandfather used to always look at me and he'd say, because I, I had a lot of friends in different groups, right? I, I hung out with this group and that group. I was very fortunate to have a lot of friends in my life. 
my grandfather used to always tell me as a little girl, he would say, listen to me, old Greek guy. Right. And you go, gotta love the Greek. Yeah. You Papu, you see all these people. I said, yes, Papu. And he goes, they're all here because they want to celebrate the party when everything's really good. They're all going to show up. Everybody's going to show up. He goes, but look at me right now. He goes, I want you to keep the people around that show up for your funeral. When people show up for the bad times, those are the people you keep in your life. Forget everybody. I mean, he was very, you know, he was crass how he would say it, but I, I, it stuck with me because then when my father passed away really young, I, I don't remember a lot from those moments clearly, except for I remember faces of who was there. I don't, I don't know who wasn't there, but I know who was there. And so from that moment on in my life, I kind of made a vow to myself that anytime someone's, I, I tell people, I tell my friends, Hey, I'm a low maintenance friend. I'm probably going to miss your birthday. I forget dates. I'm going to miss a lot of the parties, but the day that you need me, when, when things really hit the fan, I will be right there. And I think when it comes to a village, just to sum this long bit up is, you know, for, for you listening right now, for someone that you love, like check in on people, be there when people really need you. Cause a lot of times people, especially like Nicole, they don't want to ask for help. No, they don't. And I, I messaged her and I said, listen, uh, just don't feel like you have to show up with your mm-hmm. Nicole Shaka energy. Nobody expects that you grieve the way you need to grieve. And there will be laughter woven throughout the grief because that's who she is and that's who her village is. And we all need to laugh and we, but there, you know, is such a time that we, we cry together and be her elephants and hover around her. And I'm telling you this group of people who found their way together. Now for me, I know that God put us all together and that was that perfect timing. But for us humans who don't operate at a God level, we didn't know what we were walking into. And it was magic in that room for those couple of days when we were at Fem Powered. And I'm just going to do a shameless plug right now. And I've done it on the last few episodes and say, get in that room with us April 26th and 27th in Denver, Colorado, because my life changed when I went, my life, my business, and now my village. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about, and thank you for sharing. And I'm going to say again, I will never cut you off because the things that (laughs) pour out of your mouth are gold. I'll never (laughs) cut you off. I'll just like get a bowl and put it under your mouth and be like, let me capture all these words, set them over Mm -hmm. here later. So tell us about when you were writing this book, which you share. Wait, you know what? Before I say that, could you please tell us? I know because now I've witnessed. Mm-hmm. It. Tell us what the pencil uh, <laughs> thing is. Tell us about that. Papu for the win again. We had when I mar- married my husband, who uh, is Greek. Yeah, yeah, Papu <laughs> were there, so I got to have a yeah, yeah, Papu. He's in heaven now. She's in heaven now. So tell us about that pencil. Really cool. Thing that it's you- the best theory. It's the it's easiest so theory great. to remember. It's so great. I usually keep a box of pen. Like where are my pencil? Oh, Sophia took them. Okay. But I'm, I always have pencils with me because it's just that great reminder. Memories live on forever, right? The the things that people in our lives teach us, whether it's the love, whether it's pencil theory, whatever it is. Sometimes even the most painful moments of our life, those memories we will eventually cherish, right? Well, my papu would always say the pencil theory. So here it is. And it's all about the village. Imagine I give you one pencil. Okay. So imagine that pencil. And I tell you to break the pencil. Pretty easy to break that pencil. No problem. Give you two pencils. It's a little bit harder, but sure enough, you could snap it. I give you three, four, we carry on. And I remember when he did this with me, I thought, what are we doing? Like, why are we, why are we breaking pencils? No idea. Then he hands the whole box of pencils. And if you put a whole box of pencils together and I challenge anyone listening, go get a box of pencils, like three bucks, try to break the whole thing. It's not happening. The minute that you put all those pencils together, they become unbreakable. And so the theory behind this is really that we are so much stronger together and we are all part of the collective whole. So when we can remember that and show up as that pencil, I think about that every day. How can I show up today as the pet? And it's a silly thing. But I think for, you know, I love metaphors. I love things that we can just little take these little bites away and go, okay, cool. That makes a lot of sense. I want to think about that today. So think about throughout your day, what kind of energy are you showing up with in your day? How can you be there to support someone today? How can you bring a little bit of kindness to someone's day? 
and um, and just really think about being a part of the bigger collective. Absolutely. And I, I love a metaphor too. And I love that visual example. And that did stick with me. And the reason I wanted to, before we dove into the book, the reason I wanted to have you actually share what that is, is because, you know, I still see you doing that visual on stage and, and that really <laughs> stuck with me. And it's so much more than just, and actually uh, before I started the time to pivot podcast, I had the mom's organization motivation podcast and a lot of that was heavily, we talked about, you know, the kids getting organized for the busy moms of littles with kids on the home front. And I did an episode called It Takes a Village. And that was when, mm. you know, we were at the height of the pandemic and there were still ways that your village would show up. Even if when in quarantine, you could find a way to still be there. However, whether it's, you know, online or showing up, dropping something at your doorstep, going and jumping back in the car, then that person gets to open the door and and see what you left them and, you know, doing celebrating birthdays. Um, I was able to be in town to see my family back in Tennessee for my best friend and her son. It was his birthday, but we still were at a place where we weren't all getting together and we were all still masking up in those early crazy days. And we opened the sunroof and I drove 45 minutes to her house and the kids and I do did bubble guns and we shot out bubbles and we made a sign for Levi and, you know, all these things we were like playing, crank up the music and celebrating his birthday because we're a part of the village. Right. Mm -hmm. And so tell me how this is so interesting. So when I was looking at your book, I had never made these connections with self-care and the village. And so self-care got to be a really buzzy word. And boy, was everybody talking about it during COVID because why? We all kind of had an opportunity to be really selfish for the first time as far as like <laughs> really focus on ourselves because there were a lot of the external things that we normally was taking up our brain space and our time and on our schedules and all of that. And it was eliminated during that time. But here's the thing. I love how you talk about in this book, how there are misconceptions about what self-care really is. Could you talk to us about what you really believe self-care is and why you would bring your village alongside you when you're talking about yourself, your self-care? That's what I thought was so cool about this book that connected those two things. So you think self-care, you think solo mission. And even in my book, my subtitle says in the book, it says it's not a solo mission. And so like, I really connected with the stuff that you put in this book. So, so yeah, talk to us about why self-care has anything to do with a village. Thank you. This is, this is my, my jam. This is what I have really become just uber passionate, obsessive, even about is debunking this whole myth that we're supposed to be these superheroes on our own island doing the whole thing by ourselves. And for anyone that's listening, that's a mom, it for some reason we have this complex that just automatically is almost ingrained in us from a very young age for many of us that we got to do all the things on our own. And I'm not saying that men don't have this as well, because they certainly do. I just know in my own life with what I've seen with the women in my life, we tend to just say yes to everything that's outside of ourselves. And that inevitably means we're saying no internally. When we say no internally, we then have less to actually give. So it's very counterintuitive. And if we could understand this really simple complex. So this actually started self-care. I've done a lot of deep dives and self-care, as far as we know, goes all the way back to my great, 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 great Greek uncle, Socrates. Mm -hmm. And um, so for those of you who know the philosopher Socrates, he was all about examining our life, right? Really like taking that time for self-reflection, asking these really deep questions and wondering why and continuously asking these questions over and over again to discover who we are, right? Not just fitting into some mold, but actually questioning why we're doing what we're doing. And that inevitably is self-care. So ultimately, if we think about it, we as one person, they're back to the pencils or one elephant, um, one being, we are one and there is there is so much limitation in that based on our own biases, our own judgments, our own shames, our own emotions. Like if we run off of our own emotions, that's why I believe so much of the world is depressed and unfortunately having so many mental health struggles right now because we're feeling this pressure of we're supposed to be doing all this stuff on our own. And if we're weak, if we ask for help and, or we just don't want to, because then we feel like we're not good enough. Uh, we have a lot of struggles in our world with worthiness and this stems from a very young age. So I look at self-care as this global movement that if we could 
just for a moment, take this, this idea and this concept that you, yes, are one individual being, right? However, we are inevitably going to be better together. Look at a family dynamic, look at, and even if it's a dysfunctional family, okay, then look at like your friend dynamic that you have, look at some sort of a healthy relationship. And this has now been studied numerous times. Stanford, Harvard has released studies recently that uh, the greatest lives in terms of health and wellness have more to do with the relationships in our lives than any other factor, right? So then you've got like blue zones where Greece is another, they got a blue zone in Ikaria. And the blue zones are all about people who are living to be hundreds, you know, in, in the hundreds, like 105, 110, still walking, still moving, still going. And a lot of it has to do with these amazing cultural relationships that we have. So therefore, when it comes to the village, why are we isolating ourselves? Why are we why are we believing that by going to get the massage, which I love massages, I may go get one today. So I'm not knocking massages at all. I'm not knocking buying the thing for yourself, treat yourself, you know, take yourself on a date. Like all that is great. But I believe there's two types of self-care. I believe there is. So my book's all about a wave. I think everything is electricity. Electrical currents are running. We are made of energy. That electricity can be transferred anywhere in every which way. And the way we show up for ourselves is how we're going to show up and how we're going to be treated. Right. So when we think about this energy that we have, like we're so blessed every moment that we get to have this energy, even if we're going through a tough time. And Mm -hmm. I say this because sometimes people look at me and they're like, Oh, you're just so happy. You've had this like perfect, like they just assume, Oh, you must've had this like perfectly easy life. No, it's been in many ways, maybe the opposite. I've had one adversity after the next, but I take those adversities and I look at those as beautiful lessons that I get to experience because this life as we know it is short and limited and actually really out of our control. So when we can let go of trying to control that, and I think that goes into the self-care, we can lean in to support. We can lean in to creating this village. So for someone listening right now, because I get this question all the time, I get this question from a lot of people on, on my DMs and stuff of like, well, how do I start creating this village? Or like, I have a village, but I don't like my village, right? Like my village is like making me more depressed or feeling worse about myself. Or like I'm, you know, competing now in this village. I think we all need to do a lot of this amazing thing called self-reflection. So if we can do some self-reflection today and ask ourselves some very simple yet profound questions on average, you know, how do I feel when I wake up in the morning? Am I excited about the day? Am I hitting snooze 25 times? By making simple shifts, and that's really what this book is about, it's allowing yourself the safety and grace to treat yourself as if you're your child or your best friend. You wouldn't want your best friend to or your child to be alone going through life. Like, no, of course you want to teach them to be independent beings, but independent beings in a social setting is really the healthiest way that we can do this, right? Like you send your kids to school, you don't want them to be like, nope, I only do this by myself and da-da-da-da-da, like... We are better together. So I think a lot of it too comes into our ego and letting that go, realizing that no one is better. No one is, we, we are all, it's an, it's an even playing field, regardless of who's, you know, driving the really expensive, fancy car versus who's sleeping and don't know where they're going to sleep tomorrow. We're all equally beings that are created from love and energy. So I think if we can remember that sometimes going into this, like ask too. one of the biggest things like that I used to make, and I will say my own personal issues out of was I was too afraid to ask for support. I was too afraid to ask for help. I also wanted to do everything by myself because I felt I had to, Sure, but that's a bunch of baloney. So when we can really like realize that that's not going to work, then we can start to receive. I think that's a big thing too, is learning that it's okay to receive. Um, And then on the opposite end, go do something nice for somebody today. Like just randomly out of the blue, go and doesn't, you don't have to spend any money. Say hi to somebody. You'll be surprised if you just, people sometimes, and now I wave at everybody. And it's so funny how sometimes people are like, why is she waving at, do I know her? And I'm like, no, I just want you to have a good day. I just want to say hi, acknowledge. Hey, quick reminder, you can now get my book in four different ways. Head over to Amazon and search up I've Got You Girlfriend. The subtitle is Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can find it there on e-reader, that's through the Kindle app, paperback, 
hardcover, and the audiobook. So if you're enjoying this podcast, I have a feeling you may love the audiobook. Again, it's called I've Got You, Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. I love so, that. Yeah. And, and, you know, the funny thing is I believe that when we serve and we talked about what your name means, my name page means to serve or servant. I feel most wonderful, joyful, at peace, happy, even on a tough day. If I can do something for somebody else, if somebody's walking down the road and I you know, love her jacket. Why am I keeping that in? I'm gonna be like, girl, that is a cute mm-hmm. jacket. And then suddenly we're friends. Funny enough, I brought up Juicy Ladies earlier. The other day I was at Juicy Ladies getting my green juice. I love it. And this girl was standing there at the register and she was so cute. And I remember looking at her and I was like, oh gosh, that jacket is so cute. And I thought I should just say that. Why am I just thinking this? I'm not saying that. And it was just us. We were standing there waiting and I had Thor in my arms. You know, the pup goes with me everywhere. My little sidekick. And she turns around and she saw him and was like, oh my gosh, so cute. Can I bet your dog? And I was like, yes. And I was like, your jacket is so cute. I was just sitting here looking at how cute it is. And she goes, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And she goes, okay, this is crazy. She said, I actually was just recording a podcast and I wore this jacket and I, and she goes into like talking about how she had this day that was really special. And she just wanted to be able to share it with somebody. And she goes, oh my gosh, that's crazy. She was like, I feel like, um, my jacket is like kind of my, like superhero Kate today or so she was talking about like just feeling like she put that on and she felt cute and she did the thing and she's like and you know I just have really been thinking like I think it's time for me to take my business and put it on a podcast and I just kind of started laughing and and she was like oh I know that's crazy like you know not everybody just like loves podcasts but whatever it was she said and I said so I have two podcasts <laughs> and she was like what and she's like, I always feel crazy when I say that because like not everybody knows, you know, what those are, or what that's all about. Or, and and it all started from me just telling her that I liked her jacket and mm-hmm. we started connecting and, you know, you've been wearing shirts lately that say be kind and just talking about like how can I just tell you she and I exchange numbers because in the back of my mind I'm hearing Jamie going you better exchange numbers with that girl because you guys were (laughs) meant to what did you tell us when when you were on stage halfway through your chat you stopped everything you're like not all of you know each other here some of you do get out your phone find someone you don't know and that was when I I connected with Kaylee Hamilton across the table from me. She, we've been chatting it up ever since Finn Power. Totally got to have her on, but you stopped us. And then even when we were at the, uh, the Grove the other night and you were up there and you had your microphone and we're getting ready to say, you're like, listen, if we were, if we were on one of my calls doing my program, or if I was on stage, you know, doing a talk to, I would stop everybody right now. And I would say, get out your phone and exchange the number with the person next to you. Because why tell us why? Thank you. This is, I, I I didn't expect this to become something that's like a trademark thing I do, but it has, certainly has very, very quickly. And it's great because it really works. So many times we're too afraid to make the first move, right? It's almost like dating. We're like, oh, I don't know if I should say something or that, you know, this and that kind of like complimenting the jacket. You're like, oh, I don't know. Oftentimes we're, we're, nervous for whatever reason to approach the other person. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I have found that not only having an accountability partner for things is like Nicole was actually my accountability partner when I wrote my book and uh, I got the book done in eight weeks. And it was really honestly, because I had Nicole and it was funny because she's like, I didn't even get my book done in that time, you know, but it was just having that person there to check in with is so key for our own self-care and our own wellness. So I have also found that there's this really beautiful element when we don't know somebody and we kind of throw ourselves into an environment. Now, I'm not saying to somebody listening, like, go give your phone number to everyone on the street. Like my daughter does. My daughter's six and she knows my phone number. And she's like, we're at the park. And she's like, here's my mom's number. I'm like, no, not everybody. Um, (laughs) But so I'm not getting like all these random calls. However, I think when you're in a setting that is a bunch of people who are there for a similar reason, right? If you're at a conference, if you're at like, we're all there because we want some growth and we want to 
you know, learn things and see things and be a part of something that is bigger. So then I look at this and I'm like, okay, so if I don't do that and I tell people, Hey, make sure. Cause I used to do this. I used to say, Hey, make sure you exchange numbers with somebody today. Right. And I would just kind of like, let it flow. What I realized is a lot of the times people don't do it. Right. The day goes on. It's kind of like similar to our morning routines or everything else. It's like, if we don't make that discipline and do it right now, I at least know with myself, I wouldn't do it. So for me, maybe it's a lazy thing. I'm like, no, we need to do it now. Otherwise it's not going to get done. And I can't even tell you how many phone calls I've received from people that have all of a sudden a year later or whatever, become a best friend with somebody have, you know, traveled with them have, and, and that is all just based on a simple connection, like a simple energetic transfer. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen every single time, but you never know. And that's the other thing too, is you never know who you're talking to and by just saying yes. And by just showing up for them, even if it's just one call, one text, one, whatever it is, DM on Instagram or follow them or whatever it is, you doing that could literally change your life or their life. And you have no idea until you do that. So I'm going to tell someone that's listening right now. Yeah. Go. I'm like, how do we do this right now on a podcast? But send me a DM, send page a DM, like reach out to us because that is the other part too. We're all humans. When we can humanize this life, like we're all here with these amazing gifts and it's so cool when we can exchange. Yeah. I, I mean, literally just send us a, a something, a DM, a message, whatever, where I'm going to put all your links and show notes, but send us that and just say, I was listening to your episode and I'm just, I'm just saying, hi, I'm just here to connect. And then you never know what's going to come of that. And even you mentioned, not only could it change your life, it could change those two people's lives that connected. But if you are working on something at the time that you're trying to roll out, um, even if you're not, you know, doing that, if, if it's just like for, for personal, I don't want to say for personal gain. I don't know that that sounds good, but you know what I mean? Like if it's a personal thing, that's one thing, but even if there's something that exponentially grows, you can end up changing the lives of so many people as well, all from starting just be bold, be brave. I think people these days want to, you talked about receiving, want to actually receive someone else having a conversation with them. Like I think, especially after COVID, when we all were quarantined, that sort of boost when we all got back together and it was just like a really fun thing to be able to throw our arms around each other and hug again, but it's the same thing. Don't be scared to say, Oh my gosh, it was so nice meeting with you. How can we stay in touch? You know, mm-hmm. instead of being like, give me your telephone number. Cause then that way the ball's in their court and they can be like, um, Oh, I'm on Instagram. Oh, I do this thing on, you know, Facebook every Wednesday or, Oh, here's my website. This is what I'm working on. If you're interested, you know, and that way they can share with you, or you can say, I would love to stay in touch. Can I just give you my information? Cause this has been so nice. You know, maybe we could chat in the future. And then that way, if they feel like they can kind of meet you halfway and do the same as well, then that's cool. But you just never know. So I, I love that. And that is how the village starts. That's how it starts. You have to make 100%. That's how like our village, just to tap into that really quick, because we're all super connected now, is I met Samantha backstage wearing literally dental floss in our spray tans about to go on stage for a bikini competition a decade ago. And I went up to her and I can't remember if it was like I one of us fixed our bathing suit or something like that. But immediately I was like, hey, you seem awesome let's exchange info, whatever else. And that's how our friendship began. Little did I, I didn't know at the time we would become best friends, soul sister, like basically soulmates. Mm-hmm. However, like now I look back on my life and I'm like, wow, had I not, there was 300 people in that room. Like what, what, what was it? And at the same time, I think another thing about the village that I really just want to emphasize is we each have our own special, unique gifts, right? We all have our own special, unique gifts. However, There are some things, and I'm going to say this about myself personally, there's some things I'm just not good at. There are certain things that I I wish I was better. Like I, I think about you when I'm like, oh, you're the organizing queen. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) no, I'm like, just throw it in the bed. Sophia, just throw it in. But no, the point of me saying this is that I think sometimes we're nervous to ask when it's outside of our zone. Right. And I think that that is the biggest, best way we can create this epic self-care village is 
you really actually want to have, like, at least in my opinion, you want to have people in different arenas so that you can all help one another. So if there's, there's this wheel that I call it of self-care, we've got the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, social, financial, all these elements of our life, right? We're not going to be an expert at all of them, mm-hmm. even if you study for your entire life. And that when you can recognize that it's so cool when you can either have a friend that's really good at this thing that you're not good at, that could be your accountability partner, whether it's outsourcing, like truly the greatest investment you're going to make is in your health and wellness, right? That is the greatest thing that you could do for yourself and the people that love you. So start to understand, okay, where are my strengths? So then you know how you can help support other people and you can do that with clarity. And then also, okay, where are my opportunities and where do I kind of need some help and support? That's where you can let people know, hey, I'm really not good at organizing. Do you want to, you know, Paige, can you maybe teach me? And how cool is it when you just go to somebody and directly can say, hey, Paige, I know you're an amazing organizer. And I'm telling everyone this because this is what it takes when you reach out to someone like us on a DM know what you're asking for. So to say to someone like Paige, like, Hey Paige, I know that you've started podcasts. Would you give me like your first tip or a tip or a tiny tip on where to begin even doing this? Yeah. If we don't ask, we won't ever really know. And I think when we can humanize this whole situation and recognize it's okay to ask, it's okay to ask. And somebody can say, Hey, you know, that that's as far as that'll go with this one. However, that's how we cultivate this epic village. Like I know for sure, 100% my village now it's the strongest it's ever been. It's the boldest it's ever been there. I've got, you know, I, I, I am so thrilled to say I work alongside of some of the top doctors and therapists and people in all sorts of fields who I look at myself. I'm like, I get to work with these people. Like these are people, you know, this is like, wow, like I, I get to do this right now. And I get to like pick their brain on these things that they've gone to, you know, 20 years of schooling for, and they have all this experience in, and I have none. What a blessing is this? And it all just started from a simple ask. Yeah. And receive. Yes. I'm so glad that you're saying that because two things are popping up. One is I just did an episode on the art of the pivot, which is all about the three steps that I talk about to making that pivot. And I love that we're talking about today. Like if you are in a situation where you are going through a transformation, a tough time a something you're stepping into the unknown, being able to do that with a village. And, and now, you know, like these are ways that you can start to find that village cultivating that part of what I talk about with getting good at the pivot, getting good at leaning into change instead of being afraid from afraid of it and retreating from it is part of it is asking for help truly and mm-hmm. getting the help that you need to move forward. And I'm, I'm so glad that I get to call you a part of my village now. Cause I know now we're in a position where like, if I needed something, I could call you and be like, I am curious if you know about this or if you have a resource for this. And I know you're so well-connected. You would be like, as a matter of fact, I've got three resources for that. Let me give them all to you. Uh, which by the way, that. what Nicole did when I reached out to her and I was talking to her about some physical stuff that's been going on. And she immediately gave me those resources that I needed. And the other thing that I'm reminded of is um, I have to tell you, Jamie, that my mom listens to every episode ever since I started the first podcast episode, Mm -hmm. she's been listening on the way to work. Hi, mom. Um, Hi, mom. mom. So um, Nicole said hi to her too when she was doing her episode. So mom always told me, and I know someone else, she heard this from someone else, but the origin for me is my mom. And she said, if you're the smartest person in your group, find a new group. If you're the most talented person in your group, find a new group. And it's all about expanding that village. Doesn't mean you have to leave those people behind if they are not toxic, if they are bringing something to your life, to the table, great. But if you've gotten to a place where in your current village, because you mentioned this at the beginning, if you don't maybe love the village that you have currently, you have the power to change that. You can change today. Go, go to the grocery store and tell somebody you like their jacket. Like everything changes. You never know. <laughs> That's true. And too, like, I just feel like God blesses that stuff. You know, we talked about timing today too. And God blesses that. If you are open and you say, can you send me some new village people? All right. Not like YMCA, not like those village people, but like, maybe, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> well, and, and that is so true, Paige, because I also want people to know as we wrap this up that I was not 
uh, good at self-care. And I think for a lot of us, the reason we get into a specific field is turning whatever is our biggest kind of pain point or something we're not good at into a career. And we can do this because we need this. So we understand the avatar of our clients so well in the way that they're not doing it. Right. And I look back and I think about, you know, when I was really young, 10 years old, 12 years old, I was super depressed. I was, I had a really terrible insomnia. I had bad anxiety. And at the time I was hanging out with other depressed people. I was reading sad books. I was watching horror films. I was listening to depressing music. So I, and I was eating terrible. I was not exercising. You look at all that just from the outside. Right. And then of course you got to love our, our Western medical system is like, we'll take this pill. She's going to try this pill and we'll see if this one works. And my parents, God bless them, but they were completely clueless. They're like, what is happening? And I look back now and it's like, you know, we say in our modern world, we say a lot of the times like the toxic person or people or whatever else. But I also want to acknowledge that sometimes that is also us, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes we are that for someone else. Sometimes two people, just whether it's a timing thing, whether it's where you're at in your life, like we're mirrors for each other in this life, which is so beautiful. And sometimes those mirrors are going to like crack each other and break. And so sometimes that space can be really healing and helpful and also appreciating relationships for what they are. Doesn't mean that every relationship in your life, because you knew someone when you were five means that you need to still be their best friend. You can certainly still love them. You can certainly cheer them on. You can certainly, but sometimes we do grow apart. And sometimes we need to remember that it's okay to let certain relationships or village members or how, or even, and then to acknowledge our own self, right? Like I know myself, there are times in my life where I look back and when I started taking better care of myself, people that were in my immediate village were like, what is wrong with you? That you're not the person that we like anymore. Like you're boring. You're no fun. You're not this, you're not that. And it's not them. It was me changing. Right. And so for someone listening right now, if you're like, man, I really do recognize that like I'm not in a healthy village instead of blaming anybody else or all that, take the responsibility for yourself to say, and this is really a big key of self-care of, you know what? I don't like how I'm showing up. It's not my friend's fault. It's not my partner's fault. It's not, but I just, this is not feeling well. And I think that when we can acknowledge, sometimes we have to make that shift. Boundaries is really key. So it's okay. And, And I also believe in like even the people in my life that are no longer a part of my village, let's say at this point in time, I still, I still pray for them. I still send them love. I still think about them and whatever they may think of me is not up to me. And it, quite frankly, that's not really to me what matters. It's how I'm showing up in the world. And so I hope that that resonates with somebody listening right now. It certainly resonates with me. And I appreciate that. It makes a lot of sense. You did mention that we have to wrap because we had a little time frame that we were thinking we were going to wrap up. I do feel like this was so good. I don't want to not say a couple of things. One of them is that her book, Waves of Self-Care, It Takes a Village. I love this. A Guide to Enhance Well-Being One Step at a Time. I want to talk about on page, I dog-eared it, on page 205, chapter 12, You have this thing that you say is 365 days of self-care. And I love the way you laid this out. When I was reading this, I was like, oh, this is helpful because sometimes we have more time than others to devote to ourselves, which now we've also talked about how important it is to bring that village in. And then us taking care of ourselves also in turn allows us to be there for our village too. And I love how you broke this down. It's so, so cool. You talk about all these different things that you can do and you put a bit of a time frame on it. So you have an idea of how long it's going to take. So like on page 205, for example, you talk about physical and you say this, you know, one minute box breathing, fully exhale, then inhale through your nose for a count of four, hold the breath for four seconds exhale for four seconds and hold breath for four seconds, repeat four cycles. So that in one minute, you're doing something for yourself. And I will tell you, especially after with Lauren Little, Lauren Little, are you listening to this episode? We're coming for you next week. (laughs) When she introduced this new type of breath work to me, my life changed. Like I literally was like, hold on, let me just move some money around because I'm sending you out. (laughs) Like it was 
life-changing for me. You got to check out that episode because I want you to hear about it too, Jamie. Absolutely. It was pretty incredible. I think you'd be pretty impressed. But also you do some other things. Again, with physical, you have five minute things like a cold plunge. You have 20 minute things like a dance party. Yes, ma'am. I'm here to dance for 20 minutes and you can dance for as long as you want. If you can only dance for one minute, that's fine. But I'm here for 20 minute dance party. Yes, ma'am. Then you have some other things like longer get blood work done, try fasting. That's one of the things Nicole and I were talking about too, with prolon and some different things. You know, it's just like, what makes sense in your life right now? What are you capable of doing right now? Which totally makes me think of waves. Things come in waves and seasons. And sometimes you're able to do more and sometimes less. You guys, she also has areas where you can work on your mental self-care. So like one minute walk backwards. Can I tell you, I see people walking backwards up our hill Oh, you do in our neighborhood every day when I'm driving my kids to school. And I never understood why that was intentionally something that you do. And so it's been very cool now that we've lived here for a few years and we see those same people and they're walking backwards. And the kids and I have talked about like, maybe we should start walking backwards and see what that's all about. You know, um, also that's mental, there's emotional, I'll just quickly go through a couple of things, spiritual, social, and there's just different things that she's got laid out. You even have one for money, um, how self-care and money uh, can come into play for each other. And again, just something you can do in one minute to talk about that five minutes, 20 minutes to change some of the things that you thoughts that you have around money, for example, as well. So I really love that. I wanted to acknowledge that because that actually was really interesting to me. I was like, oh, wow. So we don't have to put this pressure on ourselves to actually leave and go do a full workout or leave and go get a massage or leave and go do like, there's something. Okay. Thor, are you bored? He just snored really loud. I heard him. Hi, My Thor. Down here. I've been posting stuff recently and people look in the background. It's the snore for me. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not even hearing it anymore. He's like, it's golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Totally. But anyway, I love that you give us options for being able to do self-care the way that works best for us right now. And that takes some pressure off of us doing big, huge things if we're not capable of doing big, huge things. And I, I think too, and you would probably agree that once you do those little things, that will lend itself to being able to feel like, okay, now I can do a big, huge thing because I'm getting sort of that, that confidence boost and getting more comfortable with how I'm showing up in my life in these small ways that are going to lend itself to the big ways. Would you agree? There's a, there's an incredible book that I talk about in my book. That was one of the life-changing books I read by Darren Hardy, uh, the compound effect. If you haven't read that book, go read that book. It's a super easy read. And it's literally all about these little tiny tangible steps that we take and how much they add up over time. There's a, a really awesome, I talk about in the financial side, my brother was the one that shared the story with me about money. So there's this penny theory. Have you ever heard of the penny theory? No. Okay. It's so awesome. The so theory. what's the penny theory? We got the, we got the penny theory. I know, right? We're, 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 we're talking about these really small items that add up so quickly. So there's a penny theory and it's, uh, I believe that it's, that you have an opportunity to either get a million dollars cash right now or a penny every day for a month, like and it adds up, whatever. I can't remember the exact thing. It's in my book. However, most people just automatically say, I want the million bucks, mm -hmm. but the penny ends up adding up to be significantly more based on how much it's compounded over time. The compound interest over time is so much more valuable. And a lot of times we overlook that in life, right? We think that we want this big thing right now, that's why New Year's resolutions most of the time don't work. That's why so often we end up feeling shameful or guilty because we didn't do the thing. And then we put all this pressure on ourselves when in reality, sometimes it's literally like, go floss your teeth. Just start something really small. Literally like count to 10 when you drink a glass of water. You're probably going to be more hydrated than where you were yesterday. Tell someone you love them. Get another hug today. Journal for two minutes about what brings you joy in your life. These little tiny, simple things will absolutely add up over time. And it is amazing when you look at, like, I love when I see my clients who a client of mine, she just posted about this whole thing. She lost 40 pounds. She changed all this. She, all these different things. It's not because of me, um, but it is in, in part, a lot of like the village and the system and the things that we put in place that if we do these things over time, it's going to make changes. So I leave you all with this. One last thing is every moment of every day, is precious, whether we can see it or not in the moment, right? The, the hard times may not feel that way in that moment. Um, if you're struggling right now with something, 
ask yourself here and now this really amazing question. What do I need? How can I love myself better? And those simple, but really important questions can lead us to the water that we need to drink, you know, whatever that being, whatever that is. And then on the last bit is kindness. That is, I I think if we could radiate a little more kindness within, um, and then take that kindness out into the world, the world would be a much different place. And we also have a choice every single day, every moment, about 30,000 plus choices that we're going to make every single day. Why are we stressing over what we're going to eat? Why are we stressing over what we're going to put on our body outfit wise? Or, you know, we, there's a lot of things that we stress over that are kind of frivolous and silly. And if we can look at that and accept that and say, okay, you know what? I want to spend a little less time on picking out my outfits for the day, unless that's really what gives you joy. Um, or like, you know, deciding what I'm going to have for breakfast, where it's like, give yourself three, four options for that week and then just rotate or make it simple on yourself. When we can simplify and dial things down, we create more space. And I know, you know, this with the organizational stuff, it's like, why are we overcomplicating what self-care is? We don't need to overcomplicate it. Um, but we do need to have the self-awareness to understand in our moment right now, in whether it's a dark moment, whether it's a bright moment, what do you need right now? Go do that thing. And first things first, every day, know what your most important task job, like what is the most important thing? If you got one thing accomplished today, what is that thing? Get that thing knocked out. Yeah. Do it as soon as possible. Yeah. And that's it. Absolutely. The end. <laughs> and, that and, and get your pe- and get your pencils. Yes. Oh yes. I love that. I'm so glad you shared that with us. And the penny theory too. That is so interesting. I always think about that, like with the lottery, when people win the lottery, they like get the option. Do they want everything or did they want right. for me? I always was like, Oh no, I like the overtime thing. I like that. Like that extra support. Am I going to win the lottery? I don't know. We'll see. You know, more will be revealed. As <gasps> Kelly Mobeck says more. There will we be go. Revealed, you know, let's man, let's uh, manifest it. Absolutely. I do feel like I have won the friend lottery though. And I, again, could not thank you enough for just being around being in my village. I love you so much. And I, we've only just, just met in the real sense of life, but I, I feel like I've known you for a long time. You guys, if you want to hear more, learn more, be with Jamie Moore, which we all should be. Could you tell us where we can find you? And I know I'm going to call you out on this because I have a problem with this too. Brooke Burnt would be really appreciative that I'm saying this right now, calling you out. We're not always the best at sharing what we're working on and promoting that, but you've got a lot of great things in the works. So not only do I want first, who are you on Instagram, on social media? Give us that first. So you can find me on any sort of social media and same with my website, just by my name, Jamie McFadden, 1D and J-A-I-M-E. But you can find me anywhere that way. Even if you misspell it, I think I still pop up. And then, um, and please, to anyone listening right now, I do my best to get back to DMs. You know, let me know, Village, like, let me know how I can help you. I have some some great resources. And uh, and then I also have my stand store, which thanks to Brooke, business coach Brooke, um, that you can you can it's a store that literally has uh, journals I've created. That's where my programs are. You can buy my book there. Um, I teach somatic breath work, so back to breath work. I also have been a personal trainer for 15 years. There's a lot of different things: um, health coach, behavior specialist. So you can find all those things there and. We can work together on literally, I would say my biggest expertise is helping someone cultivate their greatest self-care village of all time in whatever area that may be. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. I'm learning about the stand store. That's so, that's so great that you're telling me about it's pretty that. awesome. Yeah. I just happened to see that when, when Brooke was talking about it as well too, I'm going to put all of the links for uh, any of you who are interested in getting in touch with her in any of those ways. I'm going to put them all in show notes. So obviously head over there. If you're new to podcasting, you don't know what that means. All you have to do is wherever you're listening today, scroll down. There's going to be some information. There's going to be some hyperlink things that you can just easily click on. And that's going to get you to our girl, Jamie. Jamie, love. I'm so glad you were on today. Thank you so much. I think I'm probably going to have to bring you back to keep talking about more in the future. But I love and appreciate you. And thank you for jumping in uh, and doing all the things, not only recording this episode today, but... um, Thank you for showing up for the village. And I'm I'm going to be seeing you in the next couple of days. So not under the most exciting circumstances, but under some beautiful circumstances. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, supporting our girl, Nicole. So 
Thanks for being here in all the ways. Thank you so much, Paige. Well, right back to you. I'm sending you lots of love and I'll see you in a couple of days. Thank you, Paige. All right. Sounds good. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you next week with our incredible Lauren Little. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Time to Pivot podcast. If it was helpful for you, I'd love for you to head over to Apple Podcasts hit that fifth star and write a review. Wanna book me to speak at your next event or work with me one-on-one to get clarity around your gifts, how to serve others, and go from stuck and stressed to focused and fulfilled? Reach out on the contact page at everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on social at everythingwithstylemom. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. And mom boss, remember this, Your gifts are meant to be shared. Don't keep them to yourself and stay in your comfort zone. This is your time to pivot.